I hate why does it always change from I know, time? I hate that. Like I need why do I need to know beats per minute? How many BPM Bree's talking at? This is Garage Band. <laughs> where they expect us to make songs. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we explain <laughs> 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 I don't think you've ever fucked it yeah, out never, like that. Not, the podcast where we explain. That's Perfect. that Honestly, couldn't be more wrong. Could, <laughs> let's try that again. Try that again. Try okay. that again. <clears throat> from the from the top. From the top. Yeah, from the okay. top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. <laughs> this is I can explain the podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. At a girl, and this week's topic is deal breakers yes so we've talked in the past about red flags Mm -hmm. mistakes things like that but now we're going to talk about (laughs) specifically deal breakers so for me red flags are like things you should have seen at the start yeah (laughs) things that you maybe now are like maybe i shouldn't get into this Mm -hmm. however a deal breaker Mm -hmm. is when you're already in it when you should uh let it go. When do you walk away? Let it die. Yes. Which I'm like, right away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in anything because you'll get your heart broken. <laughs> you need merch. Yeah. <laughs> that says like, the most heartbreaking shit on it. Yeah. Oh so God. deal breakers. Because now they're like, <laughs> it's funny because I think it has like a very direct correlation to red flags. Because yeah. there are things that I'm like, oh, that was such a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I guess it should have been a red flag because I kind of stayed with the person. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. So it's going to be a lot of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally fair. I see that. And I... Really, this is just an opportunity to talk about our exes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to... Drag I, them. It's going to be <laughs> episode whatever. Um... <laughs> deal breakers and then in brackets my pig bitch x <laughs> and then tag them tag them by yeah. name by name absolutely Perfect. social Good. insurance number as well <laughs> um i have a story a, okay. a story that i've never told on this podcast oh. i think i've told it to you before okay um but i have a story that it makes me mad. It makes me furious to the core okay. that this wasn't a deal breaker for me. Oh, okay. it's something that I, when I tell people this mm-hmm. story, I think it's so ludicrous yeah. and annoying that I'm like, how did you not think <laughs> that that was a bigger issue? Yeah. <laughs> so I had an ex. I've talked about him in other episodes. Okay. Maybe cheating. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, also ones that I've talked about being cheated on. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> this actually doesn't have to do with cheating, oh, shockingly. Wow, okay. For once, in relation to him, it doesn't have to do with cheating, which is new. <laughs> fresh. Yeah, fresh. Keeping it fresh. fresh. So he decided to <laughs> take a break from cheating on me to uh, take part in the story. So, oh, perfect. Here nice. we go. Okay. So my ex... Um, would always, which even this alone should have been a deal breaker for me. My ex would always make jokes about, like, me having money, or, like, about money. And, like, I just, like, that kind of grosses me out when people joke about money, because, first of all, I am so broke. (laughs) Like, I have no money. Um, And also, like, any money that if somebody is making a joke about it, you're talking about, like, my family having money. Which, like, I just, like, 
that's just not something that yeah. I would I don't think it's funny it's not cute yeah, it's just like don't go. shut up yeah. so we would always make jokes about me having money and I'm like okay well that's just not true we also dated when I was like 22 and I was like nobody has money at 22 I promise you I have no I, I was like I'm just out of school yeah. so I don't know where you're getting this from <laughs> anyways so for my birthday mm-hmm. he graciously gave me a Tiffany ring. Tiffany's Tiffany. A, a okay, girl named yeah. Tiffany gave him a ring, and then he gave it to yeah. me. <laughs> he gave me a ring from Tiffany's. Okay. Lovely. It was beautiful. It was like something that I really liked. I mm-hmm. have it on right now, only because I can't get it on my finger. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by, by Bolt Cutters. <laughs> <laughs> So he gave me a ring from Tiffany's, which is lovely. However, if anybody else gave me a ring from Tiffany's, I'd be like, fuck yeah, that's so awesome. That's so sweet. Like you, th- it's like something I would like. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like dark. I'm like, this is my aesthetic. But there was more because I knew him and I knew that he was only getting me a ring from Tiffany's because he then wanted a ring from Tiffany's for himself. Oh my God. He was the type of person that, like, if he gave me a ring from Tiffany's and then I gave him, like, a thoughtful, cute gift, he'd be pissed that it wasn't a ring from Tiffany's. (laughs) Right. So we'll just preface that. Okay. So his birthday rolls around and I get him a a ring from Tiffany's because I was a weak bitch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I got him a ring that. It was a silver band, and it had Roman numerals punched through it. And it was, like, sick. It was, like, kind of minimal, modern, cute, chic, like, designery, cute. Cute. I give him this ring for his birthday. Oh, my God. He opens it, and I say the obligatory, (laughs) if you don't like it, you can return it. Like, you just, you just throw that out. No, you always just that. throw it out. Yeah. Throw Because like, you're looking for the immediate absolutely. validation of like, no, I love it. He looks at this ring from Tiffany's and goes, I don't like it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but literally, no thank you even yet. That just, made me so sad. Yeah. Like, just that moment. And like, here's the thing. If somebody gave me an expensive piece of jewelry, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, incredibly my taste i'm like that person chose it it wasn't by any means like a tacky thing like super like it was like very pretty yeah so i would be like my partner chose this for me it's there they they thought i would like it i'm gonna wear it no Um, first thing he says is i don't like it problem number one (laughs) oh no we're getting this is not even the shocking part of the story oh my god so days go by he starts looking online and this ring was like I think like $400 maybe around there. And you guys are like 22. Yeah. And I was like, I'm spending a lot of money on this. Like it was a big thing for me. Like I had just started a new job. Like I didn't have a ton of disposable fucking income. So this ring was still would be a big deal. I spent $400. So say this ring was like $400. (laughs) He's looking online at the rings that he wants to get. And he breaks to me that he doesn't like the ring that I got him because it doesn't say Tiffany's on it. Which what? means that he wants a ring that when people see it, they, they can see it's from Tiffany's. And I'm like, well, if you weren't a fucking dumb bitch, you would know that the Roman numerals is their thing. So right. people, if they know. are understanding of rings, yep. would know that it's from Tiffany's. Oh my God. <laughs> so I gave him the gift receipt. This is a really long story, but I think it's really, no, I'm, really I'm great. <laughs> so I give him the gift receipt. <laughs> And he goes to try to take it back, but I guess they needed, like, my credit card or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he wants to get the ring that he bought me 
but just in silver, not in titanium. So they needed me to do the transaction. So I do the transaction. He gets his ring. He's happy. The ring that I bought him, say, 400 something, mm-hmm. 425. The ring that he bought me, 300. He asks for the difference in cash. Wait, what? The ring that I bought him was more expensive than the ring that he was changing it for. So he wanted me to pay him no for the difference. <laughs> no, Sean. No. No. No, Sean. Dead serious. <laughs> like he was like, "Oh, so you'll you'll just give me the 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 hundred. I wish that this was a fucking video so people could watch it so they could see my fucking face. Because yeah. for once, I'm without words. Yeah. What? You didn't. I and we stayed together. Did you fight him on this? Yeah, like, I was. I was adamantly like, do you not understand that this is? First of all, you weren't supposed to know the monetary value of it. Yeah, I was supposed to. It has do nothing a, to do with the monetary. I, exactly, value. I was supposed to do the switch. You weren't even supposed to ever see a receipt. You went online to compare the two prices, and then wanted the monetary. I was like, it's not. Ew, a, that is, is so is that tacky. So tacky, and I was like, like not even just so tacky. No, one of the most tacky things I've ever literally. heard. Literally, and I was trying to explain this to him, and he, there was not a single wrong in his mind. No, he was like, you're wrong. I deserve that, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I am mind blown. Yeah, and then he cheated on me again. <laughs> Probably wearing the ring. Probably. This flailing is one for all our cash <laughs> in the air. <laughs> it's like all the lanyard. Oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, at the, I like the fact that that wasn't a. Di- mm-hmm. I mean, I was obviously in a different headspace. Yes. Like you kind of in relationships, like yeah. especially ones that aren't good for you. We've talked about yes. it before. You get in a different headspace. You kind of feel weak, or like mm-hmm. that's what you deserve. That's yeah. the kind of the headspace I was in. But now I'm a new bitch. Like, I'm like, if you tried any of that tacky shit on me. Oh, my God. Oh, that's such a deal breaker now. I'm so mad that it wasn't wasn't more of one back then. Just be like, I'm actually going to take this ring, return it, and never talk to you again. I'm mad that I didn't hit him in Tiffany's. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly. Like, I think in my head about... One of the fun things about doing this episode, and I'll say this now, and maybe I'll listen five years from now and be like, oh, but like you've grown so much farther. But one of the fun things doing this episode is because it makes me realize how much I've grown totally in my own maturity and my own respect for myself of what I expect in relationships. Sean and I were talking earlier, not on the podcast, because we do once in a while talk. <laughs> not, <laughs> I give her 30 to 45 <laughs> seconds as I'm walking to the recording. But, <laughs> but we were talking about how when I met my current girlfriend, I was going to therapy and I was talking to the therapist and I was actually quite concerned. Go ahead, open her up. Okay. Sean, Sean's going to open a can. He's trying to This week's sneaky. brought to you by <laughs> Still Fucking Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and I was going to this therapist and I was talking to her about how... At the time, I didn't realize that this is where I was coming from. But basically, my concern in my current relationship was the fact that there weren't all these highs and lows. Yeah. And it was like, she was like, well, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? I was like, there's nothing. Like, that's all I could describe it as. Like, I'm like, I'm so in love, everything, but just like, nothing happens. Every day is consistent. It's just like, 
that's what it is. And I don't know if that means that that person's not as into me as I am into them. Like, I, I don't know if it's a lack of passion. I don't know what it is. And the therapist explained to me, basically, that my mind, due to past relationships that were filled with toxic and manipulative behaviors, associated that toxicity to love. Yeah. So because I was not feeling that toxic behavior, I didn't think the person cared about me. Which, when you said that, haunted me to the core. Yeah. Because I was like... <laughs> That's, right? Yeah, yeah she's it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and it, when she said it, I was like, oh, holy shit. Because I realized very quickly, I was almost thinking, wow, this relationship is like lacking something because I wasn't crying every day or arguing yeah. or uh, like I... I knew what was going to happen the next day. They weren't going to fucking cheat on me. It's also like when you said that, I related to that so deeply because it's like you also it's like you build up in your mind that there isn't passion in the relationship because the passion had come from different things. Yes. Like when you're crying, when you're like upset, Mm -hmm. when you're like furious, that's a kind of passion. It's a passion. But it's not a healthy kind of passion. So you feel like, oh, this relationship is lacking passion. It's like, well, no, I'm just not crying. Yeah. It's not, it's just not hostile. Yeah. Right. So I did have to work through that and be like, oh no, this is actually a really great thing for me. And I, need to see things like the fact that she's showing love to me or treating me with respect or all these other great things as the passion the love and the relationship yeah because before and i think this happens to a lot of people when you're in toxic relationships it's so high like you're almost living on a high even if it's a bad high yeah it's like the emotion is so high all the time that when you don't have that high of an emotion, it's hard to as- disassociate from that not being what you need in a relationship. Exactly. Or um, you're like, I have so many feelings for this person. Exactly. But the feelings, do- that doesn't mean that they're good. You're like, <laughs> oh, I care so much because I'm angry all the time and I'm crying and yeah. all these things. And it's, it's just really hard. And I think people a lot of times don't speak about that, which is a problem, I think, because people in those relationships, I think they need to hear that. Like, Looking back, honestly, there's so many of the relationships that I was in that I've talked about before. I was fucking cheated on by every single person I dated. Probably before read Julia. my ex too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brought his ring. Yes, actually fucked your ex. Yeah, yeah. You're like is that from <laughs> Tiffany's? I can only tell because it says Tiffany's on it. <laughs> oh my god! But looking back. I now being in a relationship that is healthy love, and I'm in love. I'm almost more aware that I wasn't in love with those people because I was mistaking the heightened feelings for caring deeply about someone. Totally. And now I see that being in love is actually a completely different thing. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, if you're listening and you're in a shitty situation, get out because you will look back, hopefully, and have some regrets some of which we're talking about today if you don't because there's things that you know in your gut but sometimes you don't listen to your gut that it's like this is wrong this shouldn't be happening to me and i like to say and i think a lot of people in my life think of me as a very strong individual that sticks up for herself like mentally not certainly not physically (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i can't lift anything not even a pound i have to lift your drinks for you at the bar Uh, but yeah so i think it's surprising to a lot of people that in relationships i'm not that strong with people or it hadn't been in the past like now i definitely know what i deserve um 
through going to therapy and like a lot of like self work because you can't change other people, but I could change like the way I was dealing with situations for whatever reason, even though I always stuck up for myself in life with like friends and family and like teachers and everything, I was always like, I was my number one like support group. Like I always stuck up for myself, but when I was in love with someone, all those things went out the window and I had like a series of very toxic relationships where I was treated like looking back like garbage and like what we're talking about deal breakers that now if i would list any of the like big ones you'd be like obviously you obviously leave the fucking deal breaker but i don't know why it just i just well, didn't i just couldn't do it i think a big chunk of it is that when we had rogue on a few episodes ago they said um know your worth which obviously at the time they were talking about a monetary value yeah. but i think that has that's something that comes with age yes. is that you don't understand your worth as an individual but also your worth as like a part of a relationship yeah um you also get that i want to say munchausen's but it's not munchausen's no it's uh, uh stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah literally totally. and i'm not saying that i was in like a physically or like any kind of abusive like that but i would say it was definitely like mentally abusive yeah and not always but at times and you you get attached to that you yeah. like think that that's what you deserve yeah and you also have this like fucked up way of rationalizing it in your head totally. you're like well it's not that bad like i'm not yeah. i'm not I'm not being physically abused. Like, yeah. it's not that bad. No. And it's like, well, if you have to rationalize how bad the shitty things you're going through are, yes. then it's you, bad yeah, enough to, to get, get, get out. out. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think it's something I've learned as I've gotten older and, like, gone through relationships. I used to be the kind of person that was like, oh, my God, I cannot live without you. Like, yeah. I will die without you. And I think part of, like, growing older and, like, working on myself, I've realized that I will be fine without someone like that sounds. And I think there's this weird thing in society that like, if you say that, it means like, Oh, well you don't need to be with your partner. You don't care enough about your partner. Like you could just toss them away. I don't mean that at all. I will be absolutely heartbroken if Julie and I broke up, but I also know I would be fine. You'd be eventually. The thing though is like, you'd be fine, but you wouldn't be less complete of a person by yourself. And I think that's when people, like, there's kind of a danger when people say, like, you complete me. It's like, well, no, I'm a complete fucking person. Do I get enjoyment and love and, like, all these things from this relationship? Absolutely. But am I a whole ass fucking Mm -hmm. person without you? Beat you better believe it. (laughs) And I think that's where it comes, like, with deal breakers, now that I have that mindset. If Julia did something before in previous relationships, if someone did something, I'm like, okay, they did this to me, but I cannot be without them. Like, I cannot live without them. I won't be enough without them. All these things. Now, a deal breaker would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Because if Julia cheated on me, I'd be like, I can do this without you. Like, I will find someone to love again. Someone will love me again. I love myself enough. Even if it meant that I was never with anyone again in my life, it would be better than being with someone who disrespected me because I have enough within myself to do that. Yeah. So that complete change of like psyche, like the shit I used to deal with. And I think of like what I like, accepted apologies for just or things that i didn't even it's accept also, apologies there's for. also the danger though is that you and i are both um fixers yeah <laughs> we believe that we can uh not i don't think anymore but i think yes, like obviously no, a lot totally of our stories agree. if you've listened to this podcast both of us fell into like the category that we thought that we could fix other yeah. people and that like it's a fun little cute little diy <laughs> but yes. like it isn't no it <laughs> and is also not. you can't yeah <laughs> like, and you can't you're not people. a fucking like like a 
home renovation channel. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, okay. A real deal breaker for me. God. It's also so hard because, like, people underestimate manipulative individuals and how good they are at what they do. Absolutely. But one of my exes, like, yeah, we've been through it before. She cheated on me. So fucking surprise. Um, And... Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise! I got cheated on! Um, I spit my drink everywhere. (laughs) And we were actually talking about this earlier today, about how she said basically made it, like, my fault that she cheated. And... I remember at the time, like, while she was telling it to me, feeling in my gut that what she was saying was, like, so wrong. This is my fault. I'm like, this isn't my fault at all. Because I'm being told it was. But yeah, like, I believed it. And honestly, looking back, I. I didn't believe it, actually. I'll correct myself. I didn't believe it, but I wanted an out because I wanted to stay with her. Yeah. So she was almost giving me an out, which she knew I would take because she was manipulative and, like, obviously knew how to work me. And she knew how attached I was to her and how codependent I was to her at the time. And I think... For me, it wasn't like I was tricked by her. It was just that I I needed that out. I needed that reasoning from her. And then when she gave it to me, I was like, okay, well, there it is. Now I can be like, okay, see, I can stay with her because I did something wrong. Yeah. So I just got to fix my behavior and she won't do this again. And then all will be good and we can continue being in love. So a lot of it, I would always like turn back and put on myself, which obviously created other issues. And, um... I just, God, it's so crazy because, like, you think it's so fucking cheesy to say fucking Breeze quotes, but (laughs) (laughs) Breeze quotes, I got cheated on! (laughs) (laughs) But you look back at your life and it sounds cheesy, but you get to where you are because of those things. Yeah. So sometimes I like spend so long kicking myself about it because I'm like, like, I remember this one specific conversation after she cheated on me with her ex. And I was like, it, obviously we were younger and like both living at home. And I was like, I can't go over there. So like, I'll pick you up. We'll go for a drive in my car. Oh, we'll the amount of conversations oh, that I've had in car cars. Oh, bitch. But it's also great because I'm like, try to run from me. <laughs> <laughs> we're in this yeah. car together. <laughs> Doors are locked. Child locks on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, um, yeah, we were in the car and I specifically remember it. We were sitting in this like church parking lot and I I think about this all the time. Like I can vis- visualize how badly I wanted to say, get out of my car and drive away and never talk to her again. And instead I said, okay, I forgive you. Mm. And like we continued dating. But when I went to pick her up, my intention was to break up with her. Finally, right. I like built myself up with it. Like but previous, if she had done stuff, I was like, how can I make this better? Like, yes, I'm so mad at her, but I hope I'll meet up with her and she'll apologize. But this was the first time where I was like, I'm breaking up with her. And then, like, I got manipulated out of it. Yeah. And then we continued on. And I think all the time of like, oh, God, how much better would my life be or whatever? Isn't that whack when you you also, like, you're like, I, like, that's so raven myself back in time. Yeah. And I picture it like a fork in a road. And I'm like, what, what, like, how different would my, my life, life be? be? If, but also, then I'm like one of those butterfly effects kind of people. Oh, everything would I'm be like, different. you wouldn't have met I Julia. I wouldn't have met Julia. Yeah. Because I genuinely, you had to do it. I, I, I genuinely had. believe that. Yeah. Because I'm everything would have changed. Oh my God. I'm literally like, if I, 
if I leave the house, like, mm-hmm. and I'm weird, weird description, but if I'm like leaving the house, I'm like, if I was to leave the house 30 seconds later, my whole life's going to be whole different. Life is different. No, I agree. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm weird. the same as that, which is like freaks me out. Yeah. But yeah. So I think if you've been through stuff, don't kick yourself too much because it's easy to do, but like the good that comes in your life will beca- become because of those things. But I also think in the moment, if you're living in it, trust your gut and make those decisions. Yeah. Um, that's, but yeah, I literally look back at that moment all the time because everyone has forks in the road moments, yeah. like you, like you said. Um, but that's like a big one for me. Cause I mean, you think like I would have been single an extra year. I could have met someone else. I could have gone traveling. I could have like, like everything in my life could have been different. And then because of the people that I met during that year, maybe I wouldn't have gone out that night to the cobalt that I yeah. met Julia at that cobalt. Cause my friends that I had met that year might've been going somewhere different or we had just been out the night before that I wouldn't have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, everything would have been different. Like who knows? So everything happens for a reason, but also like know that other people like you can other people don't owe you happiness you have to provide happiness for yourself totally and that's about like deciding who's in your life and who's not and if they're not giving you positive like if you're in a relationship that feels really passionate and hot and like sexy and like over the top and you think oh my god this is like the deepest like craziest notebook love like take a step back and ask yourself is that because you're like really in love or is that because you are feeling all these heightened emotions because you're fucking fighting every day. Yeah, no, I think it's... I think passion is, like, a word that is easily, um... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Kind of, like, confused, but it's not... (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, Um, seen as, like, a lot of things. Yeah, mismanaged, we'll go with that. Um, I think, because, like, there's ways of feeling passion through sadness, through anger, so it's, like... Is your relationship passionate? Probably. But I think it's important to, like, take a step back and being, like, or then think, is this a healthy passion that I have going? But I also, like, obviously this episode's called Deal Breakers, so I'm sure a lot of people Mm -hmm. are going to be expecting me to be like, people that don't have a car, deal breaker. (laughs) You know, like, but it's more, like, for me, I would say as, um, do I know everything? No. But as a, uh, fairly learned Mm. (laughs) human i would say that my biggest and almost only deal breaker red flag kind of thing Mm -hmm. is communication right because if somebody can't communicate that's a deal breaker for me because i'm like there are so many things that i think are possible to work through in a relationship so many things that i can't even imagine i would have to work through but Mm. i if it came up in a relationship yeah i could probably work through them but i can only fucking work through them if we can communicate communicate about it it. Mm -hmm, and that's literally like the one thing i'm like i can't fix communication no if you're not a communicator we're not gonna get through it and this like is so true for my last breakup mm-hmm. because this person was not a communicator and then I found out that the reason that they weren't a communicator was worse than anything I could have expected. Because they're a sociopath. Sociopath. Literally a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are like the big things. Obviously cheating, communication, like asking for $100 back extra from a gift at Christmas. Like, those sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But let's get more, like, specific Um, on deal breakers. There's one that came to my mind when you told me this episode that okay. I wanted to mention, which I think is a problem more so in heterosexual relationships, I will say. Okay. Just because of the, like, 
societal expectations. I think the LGBTQ plus community kind of polices itself more and has more expectations of being more open minded. Right. But I know a lot of people that date people that are blatantly racist or homophobic. Oh, but because yeah. it doesn't affect their day to day life, they're like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend's a little homophobic. Right. And it's like, that's not OK. You shouldn't like normalize that in a joke, you know? Yeah. Like, I literally remember growing up and one of my friend's moms like being like oh yeah my husband yeah he's a homophobe don't mind him because he like cracked like a really homophobic joke and i at the time was like coming to terms with my sexuality and i was like (laughs) don't mind him like don't mind him he's just a raging homophobe oh like that's great so like i don't get when I would, people I, can date people, like to me, that's a deal breaker. Even to the extent of like political differences. But I would say that you're wrong because I don't think that it is specifically straight couples. I honestly right. think that there is a huge like specifically racism. Obviously, racism, yes. homophobia racism, is like yes. there's internalized true, homophobia. True, true. But I think that there is like a huge problem with yeah. racism in yeah. the gay community. Yeah. Absolutely. No, Just I would like, agree. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think it's worse. Uh, like maybe I'm speaking more towards the queer women community. Yeah, I think so. Because the queer because women I think community is very like that. They police absolutely. themselves. But the gays obviously I'm speaking for the gays. Yeah. Um, I think that there is like that kind of like faux activism mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Like people think that they're good at policing it, but I'm like, no, I've heard racist comments yeah. from people in the community. Totally. I'm like, you're just putting yourself on a pedestal, yep. but you're a fucking liar. <laughs> but you're all racist. But yeah, that's your point. <laughs> no, no, I agree. That's actually yeah. a very good point. Because I think, I think almost a queer woman culture is, especially in Vancouver, is almost to the like, extreme side of it like they're very much more like cancel culture like someone could say like one comment where it's not it's not even intentionally racist or sexist or or whatever and um you're like canceled forever so like i don't think there's a place for that but like when you're actively dating someone and you know that they have these views that like don't line up like that's not okay no like even like my girlfriend Julia, like if she was like misgendering people and being like whatever, I'd be like, well, we need to break up now. Yeah. Like that's not okay. It's like I never want to be somebody's moderator, you know? Yeah, that too. And I don't want to have to like apologize for my, um, my person no. <laughs> saying things that are offensive. Like that's yeah. not, that's not on me. You're a fuck bag and yeah. that's on you. <laughs> that's what, yeah, exactly. So like that for me is a deal breaker. Like someone who's not at least open to like having their mind changed or learn more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's like, that's a big one for me. Cause it's just exhausting. Otherwise, um, I also think here's a deal break that's changed for me. Okay. Okay. So when I was younger, I used to always say like, if someone's not close with their family, that's a deal breaker for me. Cause I was close to my family. Yeah. And I think now that's like kind of a privileged statement being in the LGBT, being in the LGBTQ plus community, because I have an exceptionally amazing family. Right. They're so, um, open-minded and they're so supportive of me. And it's easy for me to say that family is like, a deal breaker, an important thing, because like I have a great family. Yeah. Right. Um, but getting to know more people from different walks of life, that's not always the case. Like people have homophobic parents, transphobic parents, uh, people have parents that are abusive. And I think 
even now it's funny I always watch The Bachelorette and they're always like I want someone who's very close to their family and it's o- almost always like everyone says that Bachelor, Bachelorette absolutely and but also like that's such a fucking straight person thing to say yeah because it's like it's like that's we're not given that privilege yeah. often right like I am so I'm very lucky yeah but a lot of people aren't so I think that's something that's a deal breaker that's changed for me like while I've learned a lot of deal breakers that are now a must have there's sorry my dog's in this room and she's like snorting around right now there's a lot of deal breakers that are a must have that I've learned that I used to just let roll yeah there's things that before I'd be like I'd never be with someone who wasn't out or I'd never be someone who wasn't close to their family and now I'm like that's just like not attainable yeah so there's it's interesting how it's shifted you can, of what you can weigh the <laughs> yeah weigh yeah, the options exactly yeah. Do you have any deal breakers that maybe when you're younger were important to you that aren't anymore? Um, mostly just like trivial things. Yeah. Like it, like, like, I'm like, has to have a career. Yeah. And I'm like, things like that, where I'm like, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. now it's like, I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at rationalizing, like, not everybody has had the same opportunities as me. Not yeah. everybody is like uh, out of school. Like I yeah. think you can kind of, I can rationalize it more. I also think that I am now more independent in my like life goals that yeah. it, it is not as important to me. I yeah. do think uh, a deal breaker that has kind of stayed the same tying into that is that like, it is kind of a deal breaker for me if somebody doesn't have drive or passion. And yeah. I don't mean that career wise i mean like like, fucking have a passion yeah have have some some drive for something i don't need you to have drive to like be a goddamn lawyer yeah but like Mm -hmm. if you're passionate about the arts and have a drive for that Mm -hmm. great like i just need you to have some 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 I think also being passionate about something is sexy. Like, yeah. in general, like, if someone's, like, whether it's making them zero dollars or thousands of dollars, like, if you're putting your heart into something, I think that's, like, very attractive. Yes. But, yeah. Is there any... Because <sighs> you're single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the game. <laughs> Fucking fight me, bitch. Like, I know, based on who I'm dating right now... Uh-huh. Like if, Are you- <laughs> I know that like everything kind of checks out and there's only certain deal breakers now that if they happen we break up right. like if all of a sudden she cheated on me or if all of a sudden like whatever but like I know who she is at this point yeah, like yeah. The deal breakers aren't going to come up but like for you dating in the like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I just know it's going to get offensive from you somehow in the it? scene like the single I'll- scene break just say it <laughs> just say it break. being like alone and lonely there it is Whoop, there it is <laughs> how do you how do you navigate that? <laughs> I don't. Not well. That's for sure. Or how are you going to? <laughs> because here's the thing. Like, you just had a relationship. Yeah. That, how long are you with them before? Like, five months. Okay. Yeah. And, like, that was recent. Yeah. And that went on oh, quite a while. Yeah. With, like, quite a few red flags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So what I'm saying is, how are you to do things no, differently see, see, next the, time? The thing for me is, is that when I talk or when I think about this past relationship, <laughs> there were things that I rationalized that maybe could have been deal breakers. However, there were things that happened when I was younger that I would have completely overlooked and they were things that I brought up to him and that's why we broke up because I was like you're doing these things that are not fucking working so you followed what you had learned yeah obviously like 
just took you five months. It was like four and a half. (laughs) But also at the same time, I'm like, younger me probably would have dated them for two years because that's how much I dated my shitty ex. So I'm like, there are things that um, could be deal breakers, but I'm also like a, a much better detective now, too. But it all comes back to communication. <laughs> you got that monocle out. I got that out. fucking monocle out. <laughs> like, yes. So communication is key. I honestly think that's like... The, because as long as then that way, at least you know what you're getting into. Ex- yeah. Which wasn't the case for your ex. Oh, no. The worst part is that <laughs> is that the things that I thought were the issue were just, just the surface. Just, just, because we weren't communicating. Of the sociopath iceberg. Oh, my God. I need to tell this story, but not not now. Yeah. I need to give it some time. I need to let it air out so I can get it full. Because it's me, a juicy one. It's a juicy one. So keep, I would say, <laughs> in like a good, like, maybe like 10 to 15 episodes, <laughs> I'll be ready to give everybody the steaming hot tea <laughs> about this this is the funny thing though is that like <laughs> when i talk about my past relationships i'm like oh yeah this person fucked me over this person did whatever yeah. but when i think about some of like the whack shit that people are out there doing oh god like that one's a doozy <laughs> and they're like i have some other ones that are all doozies and i'm like people really be whack hey like, oh yeah whack people really be out there <laughs> even like currently not discussed on the podcast yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it it'll come. And okay, I have a question regarding deal breakers. Uh huh. Do you tell friends that things should be deal breakers? Like, do you hear that weird noise? That's yeah. Those... Um, like as in, I see something that I think should be a deal breaker for their their relationship. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hard. I do. <laughs> and you know why I'm laughing? Why? Because literally, my friend came over. Yeah. I was talking to me and my roommate about her and her boyfriend, how they were going through a hard time. Yeah. And my roommate was being very understanding. And I literally was sitting on the, uh, the <laughs> chair across the room and I was like, yeah, you should fucking dump him. <laughs> I was like, he's doing whack shit. Yes. I was like, that is not okay. And th- mm-hmm. they were like, are you, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, dump him. <laughs> okay, well, are you ready for a breeze quote? Da, 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 da. Breeze quote, Sean's fucking single. <laughs> <laughs> no, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> yeah. Because if there's anything I've learned, like, honestly, it's, it's, it's not about what the, the, fire says to you it's about how the fire makes you feel <laughs> i love that you turned that into that amazing yeah. but honestly like it weirds me out looking back that everything that i think is so fucked up that happened to me in my past relationships is probably just the service like i guarantee i don't know the half of it absolutely you know like I, that's the thing is with this last relationship that i will be exposing soon <laughs> So get ready for the exposure. I love to lean into the mic. <laughs> Exposing soon. Exposed. Um, uh, is that I wouldn't have known this whack shit because it would have all just been below the surface. Yeah. But I got in there with my little ice pick and I was like, I think there's some whack shit under here. <laughs> and there was. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like I found out how much of it that I would have never been told otherwise. Exactly. But how much did I miss? I'm, how much did I not find these out are the about? questions that we have. Well, and I've been on the other side of deal breakers okay like i've been the other side of the cheating yeahness without knowing it like i've right. never had an affair where i know the person has a significant other yeah um but like found that out and then i have chosen to which you can say it's right or wrong not tell the other person right right because i don't know them and like 
none of my business or like I don't want to get involved or I think they're going to take it out on me anyways. Whatever the reason was, it's happened a couple times now between one time, only one time it was physical, the other times emotional cheating. And all I think about is, oh my God, that was me. And like, because I won't tell them. Right. And their partner, I guarantee, will never tell them. Absolutely. They will never know. Yeah. Doesn't that stress you out? Yeah. That makes me want to get like a private investigator. <laughs> private investigator. Private investigator on Julia. <laughs> I could do it. Like, like, honest, I need it because, yeah. like, that's when I get go into paranoid bitch mode. But that's what I talk to my therapist about because she's like, just because other people have done it to you, everyone has done it to me. Doesn't mean Julia's that's going to. when you go into paranoid bitch mode as opposed to just bitch mode yeah. <laughs> that you're currently in i just add the paranoid do you like how this was deal breakers but i don't know if we really talked about a deal breaker mm, yeah i mean the people expect it at this point don't they yeah yeah do you think there's ever been um times that somebody has seen a deal breaker in you yeah oh yeah like what um when i was younger i would get like very smelly yeah (laughs) (laughs) no when i was younger i would get very like like angry like i was not good at showing my emotions under pressure yeah so like and i you cannot blame it on people cheating on you but i think like there were circumstances Listen, we can but we will yeah. <laughs> there were certain circumstances where i'd been in a relationship with someone for a while they'd maybe done shitty things to me and then i was hypersensitive so like something would happen and i would like lose my shit on them right like screaming yeah. yelling like not a good way to communicate and then they would be like i cannot be with someone who yells at me right and like i totally get that like, like what do you mean <laughs> like it's totally inappropriate and like you should there's you're never gonna get something good about having that type of interaction yeah. but i i'll bring it back to like when i was younger and i thought that was what passion was exactly. and i thought that that was like i'm yelling because i care and you're hurting me and like all these things but then th- an hour later i'd be like i love you so much and crying and like the whole thing yeah. and it was just like if there's one fucking label for it over and over again toxic like it was just so toxic but i think like looking back like the way i would handle those situations because they hurt me so much but i wasn't willing to break up with them i was immature in the way i handled it right which i think they would see as a deal breaker whereas like because that's the thing like what i should have done as an adult a mature adult if it made me that upset is say i need to break up with you because you cannot continue to hurt me like this yeah be like instead i'll yell because i (laughs) couldn't give them up like i was like addicted so like i couldn't give them up and I felt so frustrated, so I needed to, like, let it out somehow, because I knew I wasn't sticking up for myself, and it just made me so fucking angry and frustrated. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, like, in the past, like, that's a way I've been toxic in relationships, like, with my communication style. Now that you say that, though, I think that also would, besides communication, I would say that another um, deal breaker for me would be, like, somebody that's not, like, an actual deal breaker, is if yeah. I found out that somebody wasn't, like, in tune with their emotions. Because yeah. I, at this point, I'm like, I'm 26, and mm-hmm. I'm a very hard to anger person and if somebody resorts to like anger and screaming like you i would have dumped your ass because (laughs) like no i agree because 
I agree. honestly I'm like, like there are now. very few things in this world, yeah. very few, yeah. that I would yell at. Yeah, literally, exactly. like it, to get me to yell, like it yeah. would be like it would take a lot. Like I'd probably have to get shot, and even then, <laughs> I'd probably be like, "Ow!" Yeah, <laughs> like, it shows an, in a big either immaturity or maturity yeah. to like how you handle things in communication, and it goes back to like me learning. I guess like, that is communication as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's all communication, it's all guys. communication. Yeah. But it goes back to me learning like. Uh, that happiness is not owed to me and I can't expect someone mm. to give me happiness because like a large part of my anger before is like I wasn't willing to give myself a- happiness so I would be so angry at the other person that they were not providing that for me that right. I would lash out at them because but really if I look like I was doing that to myself by staying with them like I yeah. have a, had a choice to leave well it's absolutely your fault so yeah <laughs> <laughs> all my exes would say so they don't uh, owe you happiness, but they do owe you the hundred dollar difference between happiness and sadness. Exactly. So. <laughs> I'm going to invoice them all. Absolutely. Yes. Well, on that note, I don't know if we talked about anything of relevance, but I hope that you had fun listening. Uh, please follow, subscribe wherever you are listening, whether that's SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever Android people listen. We're Specifically, also, oh yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. we're also almost at. 200 SoundCloud followers. Oh, which, fun. Like, that doesn't seem like a lot, but also, like, it's a number that I like, like, seeing and other people when they visit our page. Yeah. See. So if you don't have, like, a SoundCloud account, but you listen to this maybe on, like, Apple Podcasts yeah. or uh, Spotify or anywhere, just make an account and for SoundCloud and follow, follow. us, please. please just because nice. I want to so see true. it. And, like, it really helps when people go to our page and they see that other people are enjoying our and, content. Yeah. And, like, you just have to make a SoundCloud page. It's really easy. I've done it, and I followed us. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I need to do that, too. Because I think we're only, like, 10 away or something. I think so. Awesome. Okay, so please do that. Yeah. And also follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, and personally at Sean.Lusk, who's almost at 10 Are you going to say this? I'm going to say that until you For the next, 10K. like, year? <laughs> Five years later, he's almost at 10K, folks. And myself at Brian Williamson. And you can also follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And any messages that you send us or any times you, you post us on your stories, we always repost. Yeah. So make sure to tag us so that we can repost it on our personal pages and on I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram. Because that's always fun to see. It's also and, like... Yeah, we really appreciate it. Some of the messages... Like, I was saying to Brie, I was like, I have seen reviews, secret reviews that I have never... Yeah. Like, I was like, I saw them once and then I never saw them again. But I figured out that we had reviews on the American right. Apple page. So there were reviews that I had never seen before. And some of them were so sweet. So yeah. I'm like, I don't even... I can't even explain... How mm-hmm. I can't explain, guys. <laughs> but intense. Um, but like, it really makes our day. Yeah, like, one really of them does. literally said that they were proud of how this um, podcast yeah, represented so the cool. community, and I was like, I cry. Yeah, that's like the sweetest thing <laughs> yeah. you could, anyone could ever. Yeah. Say. So yeah, so we we really do like. I think a lot of times people think, oh, if I send a message or if I repost this on my story or like if I tag them on Instagram or whatever the hell, like they'll never see it. So like, but, like who cares? Me, we watch every single. We one also else. like screenshot it and like, send, send it, it to each yeah. other. We're like, look how cute. Yeah, we yeah. love it. So please do. And with that said, we'll be watching. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. Oh my god, I was so far away that time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>